Welcome back, everybody. We're in our hometown. JoJo just went to four hometowns. So it's a pretty exciting night for hometowns all around. How you doing, Anna? Doing good. All right, great. Well, let's knock this out. we got a lot to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. So four hometown dates. Uh, Chase goes first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jump right into it. Yep, Colorado. They have hot chocolate on a mountaintop. And I think for me, Chase has been the one, I was saying this to my friend Sarah uh, via text during the episode because she was saying that she really likes him. To me, he's the one that I just feel like they could literally remove him from the show. Or I also said interchange him with Robbie. Right. And I I wouldn't even notice. Like, I feel like other than him being... Like closed off. I don't really. What do we know about Chase? Nothing. He's from Colorado. That's that's what we know. Though we do, we learn a lot about his family in this episode, which I like. Which to I thought to was awkward. It, oh, it's super awkward. It, I would like to talk about that at length. But you're right about Chase. Like I don't know anything about I him. I also want to say I think one reason why I have a little bit of dislike towards Chase is simply based on the fact that to me he looks like uh, Chris Bukowski, Chris B, who mm. I don't think you, you do you know who I'm talking about? I believe I do remember oh, him. Was he on Bachelor in Paradise as well as Bachelor? Yes. He, I mean, yeah. he comes on all the He's shows. He's on all the he time. He started He's around. Yeah. on Emily's I season. I know he, shit <laughs> regarding The Bachelor. He came back for... One of the other girls, he just he's like right, he's right. He reemerged, constantly yeah. coming back, and yeah. so I feel like maybe I give Chase a little bit of an unfair uh, disadvantage because I think that he he just looks like him, and so I in my mind I'm like uh, he's got to be douchey too. Um, and I, I mean to be fair, I don't think he wasn't douchey. No, he's just it. kind he's of just bland blind. to yeah. me. Yeah, though he did cry a single tear. Tonight, which I guess is probably the most boring emotional thing you can do, yeah. um, but it is kind of impressive at the same time. It's like it was like a movie tear to me. It was pretty impressive, though his mom told him to stop crying. <laughs> that that's not what we do. Um, but yeah, this was basically like a family therapy session. It was really on the Bachelorette. He... Yeah. So I guess our four-year-old just came out and was complaining about us being too loud. She does not care for this podcast. She's trying to sleep. She's not an avid listener. Um, So his parents are divorced, and they're meeting each one separately. And I got the impression that the dad was the asshole in the divorce, right? Oh, it seems so. And that's why, you know, to come on national TV to reunite with your son and have them talk about what an asshole you are (laughs) seems like kind of a rough proposition, a rough way back into the family. Right. And this is... a tiny little thing but did you notice that there was a stuffed lion no. at his house yeah i missed that like a like full a size stuffed, no no oh, a tiny not like little a, okay. stuffed animal but it was so random that i was like oh this is gonna like come up somehow right this is gonna play back in but it didn't yeah so just a shot just yeah. kind of humanize it so that's something else we know about chase he likes stuffed animals <laughs> now so, we know three things about him they kind of make the dad go through I don't. I mean, you're right. It's like a family therapy session. The right. dad Chase is crying. The dad was crying. The dad and then like JoJo's just sitting there. Right. Hey, everybody. Okay. How's this woman you've never met is going to facilitate this awkward reunion between the two of you? And then uh, the dad asks whether or not Chase is treating him right, and he she says yes, treating her right, mm-hmm. and she says yes, and he says got it from you, dad, which I feel like. 
this well, whole, not clearly not. Yeah, yeah. this whole session is about what right. a horrible we partner just the dad was. That he did not treat you well, and later you and your sister say that people who love you unconditionally treated you poorly. So clearly, it wasn't from you. Then we move on to the mom and the siblings, who admittedly have you know a much easier vibe. Um, Although, as they are walking in, JoJo, who says that she's nervous before each date, which I get, that's fine. Yeah, that every single time that happens. I'm so nervous, but she said, my heart is beating. (laughs) I really enjoyed that as well. Yes, good, good. Good. I mean, just (laughs) check, I'm still alive. Yes. Um, You know, I said... Because Chase talks a lot about how scared he is of saying I love you. The sister says that she also has the same kind of fears. Right, the L bomb. It just seems to. like a really bad choice for him to go on this show. Right. If he's that legitimately scared of love being taken away from him. Right, because it seems like it's a show that's designed to take yeah. love away from people. Right. Right, to jerk people around. Like, and they specifically, you know, once again, the family, what always happens on these reunion or these meet the family shows is the family is kind of the voice of reason. Like, are you sure that she's dating three other people? Like, do you really want to do this? Uh, But this wasn't bad. Like, I feel like there have been several instances in the past where the family, I mean, like JoJo's brothers, where they just flat out are like, this is stupid. Right. (laughs) Well, they're not as skeptical, but they are just kind of like, I think with an outsider's perspective, it's just like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, are you sure that you want to be doing this? And fair enough, family. Fair enough, divorced asshole father. You are right that maybe Chase shouldn't be doing this. And I think you're right if he has these particular fears then maybe this is not the right experience for him. But he, alas, decides to go all in. And as he says, I'm not going to deal with the what ifs. I'm diving in. He says that he's falling in love with her. Um, And, you know, I mean, it's fine. I still don't think, to me, he's not who she's going to choose. Right. And I also don't see him as being a bachelor type. He doesn't have the... Like, natural charisma of, say, Jordan. (laughs) Well, I was going to say the same thing, just more in general. Someone like Chase, it seems like his endgame legitimately was to find love. Because some people, like, you can tell, you know, maybe a Jordan Mm -hmm. type is that, you know, there's some fame in them or fame for them or something like that. But, like you said, he's just not charismatic enough to carry anything beyond this i feel like if he ended up being the bachelor he would be like the ashley where they're all like oh you're the bachelor right oh poor ashley she's doing well she married jp and he is hot as hell oh i know but they um, They have a really cute kid i follow them on instagram ashley we're we're watching you think you're doing great jp you want to reach out to us i'll do a solo interview a one-on-one skype i think that ford their kid is probably pretty close in age to our child our our older child yeah yeah our our kid nice uh we move on to jordan okay his he lives in a Cal- in California. In California somewhere. And right? I just got amusement because um, I don't even remember the name of his high school, but JoJo made the mistake of calling it the Chico High School, <laughs> which... Why are you laughing? Isn't that... Like, is that a uh, like a racial slur? No. Well, I guess kind of. Yeah. Because I thought it was funny because when the OC came out... 
There oh. was Ryan, the character on the show, is from Chico. Uh, I have to apologize. This is us coming in after the fact. This is edited to add that I was incorrect about Ryan Atwood being from Chico. He's from Chino. Chino. We will still insert that. Correction. And there's a really funny line about it. We'll try to hunt it down and insert it here. We'll, we'll see how that goes, folks. I'm going to be spending all night <laughs> streaming on Netflix all night tracking down this Chico High School line. Also, I... So he says, like, my family is here. I'm in Nashville, but my family is here. Did you know that he lived in Nashville? No, I didn't. That's pretty close to I us, folks. I feel like Nashville is approaching... Seattle in it's terms a of like yeah, yeah. bachelor hotbed because yeah. um, Sean and Caitlin lived there for half yeah. of the year. Might have to take a road trip. A bachelor. We you know what we should do is we should sell like maps to the stars, <laughs> but for bachelor houses in Nashville and give like a, a tour. We could give like a reality tour of bachelor yeah. sites. So Jordan, watch for that, folks. Our li- loyal listeners are going to be the first one to take it. Okay, our twenty-six listeners. Yes, you know mention, who you are. Mention this podcast for a ten percent discount. On It'll the be tour. like Kramer's <laughs> reality tour. Um, Jordan's hair is reaching new heights. I noted it is, and the wind was really doing wonderful things. It really was for just hair. the wind. But... And we'll also note that his um, brother has essentially the same haircut. It's a family haircut. It's a family haircut, definitely. They all go to the same barber. Give me the give me the Jordan, they say. <laughs> so no, it's give me the Aaron. Oh oof. That's what he's There was an empty chair there for Aaron. It's like and when you for said Olivia empty chair. Munn, who I really wish had been on the that show. That would have been great if she would have popped up. Just yeah. her, yeah. Um I said so we get a high school visit and that happens I mean relatively it happens enough on the show. Last season, oh, what was her name? The third runner-up, or maybe she was just second. Kayla. Yeah, Kayla. Who they also went they to the factory into thinking the that she factory. would be the next Bachelorette, Oof. and then they they, that they brought a cane out and, and dragged her off stage <laughs> with a JoJo. Um, Caitlin or Kayla also did that, and it just to me it always seems. Like the lamest thing you can do because it right. essentially means that you peaked in high school. Sure, I think. Sure, well, and that's kind of what it um, Jordan made it seem like. Though I will say, although I mean, he didn't. He, you know, JoJo notes like that she would have thought that he would have been a hot shot, but that all of the pictures of him are just just show this like right scrawny little, little guy. Kid. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, he says he never had a serious girlfriend in high school, which now that's the first thing we have in common, Jordan and I. <laughs> Finally, I kind of relate to the guy. Um, though they and they make out in the library, which is very upsetting to me as a lover. Do you think of Jordan books. took his cousin to prom? <laughs> Maybe. Like someone. Like someone we know. Yeah. I did not take my cousin from this a long standing. This is a long standing rumor (laughs) against my character. Um yeah, they make out in the library. Jojo calls herself his new little high school sweetheart. I don't know. Yeah. His mom uh they, they they then go to his house and you're right, they are sitting at a table that I feel like purposefully has been set to emphasize the fact Why would you do that? I mean, we don't set chairs for extra people who aren't coming just to rub in their absence. And, I mean, to me, 
this is part of the show that annoys me because they talk about how real the relationships are and like you're wanting to marry this person at the end of the show. I'm sorry, but if we were dating and you were like, yeah, I have this older brother, but I don't talk to him. I feel like she lets it go. And she does like, she digs a little bit more with the other brother that's there, but he also is just kind of like, yeah, we don't talk about it. And he like turns it back around. We would talk about it. Yeah. Well, I also, I have to mention something real quickly because it was one of my favorite moments of the episode. They have that shot from inside the house before Jojo and Jordan come in (laughs) where the dad is just staring off in the distance (laughs) at nothing. I really, it was a a quick little moment, folks, but that's what you're, the stuffed lion, the dad staring off in the distance, that's the kind of detail that we're noting in this show. Also, so the mom... Describe Jordan as, quote, my spicy. spicy. My spicy child. He's my spicy, which, I mean, I guess we could start using that for Lila. She is kind of our spicy child. Um, but I wasn't quite sure what that meant. Hmm. He kicked he's his teacher. Saucy. Yeah, he's saucy. See, he would that's, run away but stand just at the edge of the property. Which all seems like kind of normal kid yeah, behavior. Yeah. yeah. The thing that annoyed me, and, you know, uh, Ryan and I are not particularly religious, uh, Unitarian. <laughs> what? What? You? You? <laughs> um, there were some references to like. I mean, it feel it seemed like they believe in like predestination by the end of that, um, like fate college. and destiny. Yeah, because yeah, there was she, a thing. The, so the brother this could says, be your destiny. Yeah. And, but the thing that annoys me is that the brother said. We're trusting that God brings things full circle in reference to them to working the things out with Aaron, mm-hmm. which I feel like is that is that all anybody's doing? Like, because they all of them at one point say, you know, I wish things weren't this way. I mm-hmm. wish that we were able to mend our relationship. I wish we were still close. But they're all just like sitting around, literally like, sitting around, well, staring. I guess God will take care of it if yeah. this relationship is meant to be fixed. God will just find a way to do it. No, asshole. Like, call your brother <laughs> and be like, hey, I'm sorry that we fought over whatever it is over my crush on Olivia Munn. Call her, call Olivia Munn's agent and set something up. <laughs> Say that you're casting a movie, but it's really you, right? And then, yeah, the mom saying, this could be your destiny. This could be your plan. I mean, I know that people believe that. I, it just... I don't know. Something about... It was all a little... They seemed like a nice family. Mm-hmm. They were a little strange. Well, did the mom seem just a little bit like a Stepford wife to you? She reminded me of Blythe Danner in Meet the Parents. Yeah. So just like kind of fl- very flighty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happy. Happy yeah. lady. Yeah. Things are great. And also, you know, this, it's got to be... I'd like to talk at the end of the episode about what it would be like if when Lila grows up, she or, or our son, Charlie, uh, bring someone home for, for us to all be on national television. I just feel like it would be terrible. I um, feel like you would be horrible. Oh, I would be terrible. I would be trying to make terrible <laughs> jokes and puns. I mean, it would be like me on this podcast, but a hundred times worse and awkward and goofy and also just kind of old. You know that, that scene? Did you ever see the movie... Um, Oh, what is it? The Company Men? Yeah, with Affleck? No, yeah, no, that no. Toe for Grace. Yeah, Toe yeah, for Grace. Yeah, no, I never saw and, it. And, um... What? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. And he figures out that, uh... 
Did you ever see that? No, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, he figures out that his family is going to throw him a surprise party, and so he comes home, but before he comes in, he takes his clothes off, so he just walks in. <laughs> I think he has his underwear on, but I feel like you would do something like that. <laughs> I would, like, come downstairs just wearing an apron. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. That's exactly what I would do, and, like, try to get try to get a laugh. Oh, would be awful. God. Um, yeah. Uh... Jordan says I love you. JoJo says that she wants to say I love you back, but she won't because of Ben, which, you know, good for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, we move on to Robbie. Or was yeah. there anything? No, I got okay. nothing. Moving on to Robbie. Uh, initially, I thought that they were meeting in Disney World, but I was close. It's St. Augustine. Yeah. Um, of which JoJo says, I can't believe this is such an old little town. I mean... Believe it, Jojo. (laughs) Deal with it. That's the reality of the situation. Um, They take a horse-drawn carriage. Jojo questions how honest he is at their little lunch or cocktail hour. She's worried that she is a rebound relationship. I mean, this is something that we've seen over and over. This has been a big thread in previous episodes and also in this episode. And again, I just think, like, Jojo pot calling the kettle black really jojo you're worried that you're a rebound because robbie broke up with this girl you recently he recently had feelings for someone else and you're concerned that it's sticking around i would i would like it better if she would just admit that that you know if she would say i get that you know maybe it's a little hypocritical of me to be asking this because of ben i mean just i don't know um, right, if there was some kind of acknowledgement. But no, I understand what you're saying, and she, she really can't let it go. And then they go to Robbie's house. Robbie's, Robbie's brothers are... I, I had a hard time finding a word to describe them. They were pretty I thought they looked bro-y. like... I feel like they looked like they were... Um, what did I put? 1950s greasers who were yes. on their way to a sock hop. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Correct. <laughs> Um, that it's an old little town, you know. Yeah. It's still stuck in the past. JoJo acknowledged that. Can we say that uh, before they go into this date, Robbie announces tonight's going to be a dream come true. I don't see anything that yes. could possibly go wrong. Yep. Which well, you know they they put that in when as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, something's going right. to go wrong. Yeah. One, I'm sure that the producers were like, you know, could you see anything going yes. wrong? I don't see anything right. that could they're, possibly go They're wrong. one step away, the producers, I think, from like literally inserting their hands inside the contestants <laughs> and moving their mouths for them. Um, so the mom says that... So the mom talks to JoJo. She loves JoJo. JoJo's feeling really good. And then the mom talks to Robbie and says that she feels the need to inform him that people are saying things about Robbie and his ex, but I like it that she, the way that she led into it was, there is right now an issue out in the world. Out in the world. I thought yep. like, all right, we're talking about like ISIS, Trump, Black yeah. Lives Matter. Right. <laughs> that you've been away and there's really important political things that have been happening. Which, nope. um, I mean, I went back and forth about whether she even should have brought this up, right. you know? And maybe that was the producer pulling some strings, too. Because mm-hmm. I know that they make a point to not... Despite them looking at Argentinian at tabloids. Yeah. yeah. I think they usually try to, you know, not let them see stuff like that. But I guess she figured it would be a big, you know, shit show if, right. if it got far enough. Um, 
I feel like another thing that confuses me about this is that Jojo and Robbie both seem like flabbergasted at why someone right. would do this. Like because because you get in the in newspaper, right? And you yeah. get paid for and like they're probably mad gossip. at you because you broke up with their best friend, right? Jojo said something like, you know. Why? What would what be the would benefit? What would be the benefit of your ex roommate saying stuff if it's not true? I mean, that's like she half the stuff. To be in OK yeah. magazine. Yeah, you get some attention. You probably get five hundred bucks. I mean, whatever. You know, it's it was pretty clear to me that um, that there are reasons for people to do this other than telling the truth. Oh, and we have to mention. So first of all, <laughs> oh, you like. I lost my mind you when this happened. You blew your shit. I went ape shit. So, but so to get to set it up, so Robbie's sisters and JoJo are hanging out in the bed, slumber party style, and Robbie goes in and kicks <laughs> them out and said, uh, "There's been some chatter out in the world that he was quote not Love here for the right, for the reasons. right reasons." Sound the siren. <laughs> Robbie knew. Twice. It twice happened. We have to play the siren twice. All right, so, yep, there it is again. (laughs) (laughs) That's a double whammy. (laughs) There it is, folks. We're monitoring this stuff for you. All right, so, yeah, they, uh, JoJo says that the rumors scared the shit out of her. Um, and that uh, Robbie tells her it's not true by any means. She also said, and this is maybe a more legitimate fear, that she's worried that when he says that they're like that they don't have any contact and that she's completely out of his life, that that's not true. Sure. And that they could like you know start this new relationship that's already kind of tenuous because they started it on reality TV, and that if there's an ex girlfriend like hanging around, that that could be problematic. Right. Well, and, you know, perfectly reasonable fears. Sure. Even Robbie acknowledges that. Um, yeah, these are actually reasonable concerns that reasonable people would have when getting into a relationship. Um, I'll also mention that um, this girlfriend apparently slapped Robbie, and he's not spoken to her since. Mm, domestic violence. Yeah, got, got a little smack. So, yeah. yeah that um, And again, I mean, it's... If you're... Not on a lot of people got spoken of badly who are not on the show, which I think often happens. You know, Jordan's brother, this hope person. Um, so you know, don't piss off a bachelor contestant, or they're going to go to hometowns and speak terribly about you. Mm-hmm. I guess is the lesson here. That's the le- that's the only lesson. The only thing we can learn from this show. All right, so I've got I've got nothing. I feel left. like everything ended okay. Right. Um, we move on to Luke. Who she says has a silent confidence, mm-hmm. which I noted in some other guys that would be seen as a bad thing. Right. Because this would be the point where she would be saying, I just need him to open up. And then she does say that. She's kind of like, you know, I want to see him open his heart a little more. They're in Texas. Burnett, Texas. She is She is dressed very Texas. She's wearing her boots. Yeah, her busted cutouts. out her denim Luke shirt. says she looks good. Oh, yeah, oh, he's, he's digging it. You're digging it. Daisy Dukes. Yeah, the whole, <laughs> the whole deal. What? I, she dressed very Texas. It's, um, That's Texas. 
apparently, from what I've seen in television programs yeah. such as this one. I know Jessica Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Jessica Simpson dresses. Luke's dad was wearing that hat. As far as I'm concerned, this is Texas, as, as far as I know it. Uh, and St. Augustine is a 50s. Is, it, is a Greece. 50s diner. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, he invites 50 people, which I would be fucking pissed off about. Like, oh, it's I know. already a stressful situation. And I think she is mad. She just yeah. says that she's, that it's overwhelming. If the first time that we were supposed to be meeting, like, your regular family, right. you also invited 50 people, 50 people. from your, I yeah. would just, I would be mad at you. Right. But I think it's also interesting because I would never guess that Luke would have, like, I would think that. Maybe James Taylor would do that. Yes. Or Jordan. No, that's a good point. He he seems like the guy who has three friends. Yeah. Who are all absolutely. really close. And, yeah. you know, they've been friends since the eighth grade like this. But, yeah, he, that he has, you know, 50 friends that... It's, I yeah. can't think of 50 people that I would invite to something. No. You know, really, like... So if you think we I would invited invite you, like twelve people to our right. wedding, <laughs> and half of them we weren't that crazy about, and you, the people who are listening, you know who you were, who you you were there at the wedding, and we didn't really want you there. Um, the other half of you were great, um, but yeah. So it's just it's a it's a barbecue, it's a Texas date. Some grandpa is wearing a fishing necklace. There's a baby, and we both said our baby is way cuter Truth. than that baby. Truth, yeah. Um. Uh, my notes kind of end here because this is the point where I noticed that our dog had a flea on him, and so I just started focusing more on that. We had to to delouse the dog. But um. he says <laughs> he says that he has another surprise for her. He takes her out to a field, and you know, I mean, she again says that they have really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. They're on a hay bale couch mm-hmm. that he he made. Somebody made. I'm not sure who made mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I, I thought they were. I also like made the what I thought was a witty quip that maybe the surprise was that James Taylor was <laughs> going to be playing for them. It was not. They brought him back. That's he's going to be the surprise next season when they're like, "Oh, we've got one final surprise for you. It's going to be James Taylor." They bring on him guitar. back to sing "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina." Um, I thought that their conversation went well. It didn't. St- like, I didn't even notice that he didn't say I love you. He said, you right. have my heart. Right. Apparently, that was problematic. Right, that that was not enough. Yeah. Yes. And that's, it's enough for JoJo to, I mean, that's all I can think is why she felt like she had to get rid of him. Right, yeah, so jumping. the other three guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, do you have anything else? No, no, yeah, jumping to the, the ceremony, you know, she says she's going to get rid of Luke, which, which I was never, just yeah, shocked. Yeah, My mouth was agape. I spit I water said, out. I said, oh, and you said, what? Because you weren't even listening to the show. No, it's because I thought there was something on the dog. Like, I thought also, there was did, a, You weren't listening no, to the show. No, I was show. listening. I thought that there was an additional O about the dog situation. No, it was that just was the a shock of getting rid of Luke. It, which, it is a shock. I mean, and I still don't quite... I feel like we missed something. Whereas earlier, I felt like we missed something when there was some little conflict with Jordan. Chase or Jordan. It was Jordan. Okay. Where, it where was he was like, like, when is this going to end? Right. Like, we when have is to enough prove enough? myself. And I'm just like, what happened? And then he slammed a fist into his locker. <laughs> Do you think that when Jordan doesn't, or when JoJo doesn't choose Jordan, that the family's going to set out an additional chair 
for where Jojo would be sitting if they would have <laughs> gone together. <laughs> and this is where Jojo would be sitting. This was right supposed next to, to be Olivia your Mine. Yeah, it was not your plan after all. Um, yeah, but Luke is on the chopping block, which shocked me. I thought, well, first of all, I thought she was going to keep him until Fantasy Suites. I mean, clearly they want to, right? You know, at least get that out of right. it, right? Um, clearly Keep him that's till what, the end, girl. Yeah, and, and then, then do that also pay it forward because then he'll be the next bachelor. Right now, these poor ladies are going to be stuck with Chase. Ugh, they're not even. Yeah, you know who wants Chase on that show? My friend Sarah. She and, can go on there. But you know what they'll do? They'll replace it with somebody else, and no one will notice. <laughs> it'll just be Chris it'll Bukowski. Be, again. No, it'll be. Um, that one guy that cried a whole lot that I I was always getting Jim confused. Halpert. Yeah, they yeah. went on the one, Derek? the two on one together. Derek is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it'll just be somebody else. But anyways, uh, we get it to be continued because she. So then, um, JoJo decides she's going to send Luke home because he hasn't said I love you. He pulls her aside before the rose ceremony and says I love you. And he says it's been weighing on his mind. That's all he's been thinking about since their date ended. And so then we get a dot, a dot, dot. Continue. And JoJo just loses her mind. JoJo goes apeshit. So this podcast will also be continued next week. Mm-hmm. Cliffhanger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.